on the East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting and podcasting live from the Structure First studio here in New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. That is right. We're welcoming a new sponsor to the show, Structure First. First, Next Generation Financial Spaces, Headquarters, Branches, and Transformations. I love this. Daring, design, innovation, and phenomenal functionality. Check them out at structurefirst.net. And speaking of daring, when was the last time you really took a chance? I mean, really tried to do something demonstrably different. That's what we're going to talk about today. I had the pleasure of meeting the three principals of Structure First in Austin, Texas, which is right up the road from here in New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. Last month, they were down for the Future Branches Conference. I got to meet Neil Cool, which is really cool because I don't always get to meet people that I talk to on the telephone, Britt Boatwright and Eric Cordy. And oh, by the way, Eric Cordy's show that we did with him a few weeks back as the number three show this year on the Power Performance, the show that asked the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave them wanting more? Well, Structure First continues to leave people wanting more because of their daring design innovation. And so we're so very, very happy to have them on. It is one of those things that I do not think we talk about enough in the banking marketplace, and that is the spaces in which people continue. It's not a debate anymore. I'm not going to have a debate. Are people going to still go to bank branches? They are. They always have, and it's very likely that they always will. Yes, the era of the 20 tellers standing behind the marble teller counter may have passed us by, but Americans of every generation still want to go see where all the money is kept, and a lot of things in your financial life, big decisions, first homes, first car, retirement planning, wealth planning, you name it, cannot be done on the mobile app. And so today, we're going to be talking to somebody else I met there at the conference. His name is Carter Campbell. And speaking of daring, he wants to dare you to consider something. What would your foot traffic at your bank branch be like? If you had a Starbucks right next door, perhaps in the same building, that's what Carter's company does. So if you're looking to do something truly innovative and truly different, you're going to hear from Carter Campbell today on the show about how you can combine your bank brand with the familiar green and white logo, or I guess this time of year it's the green, white, and red logo of Starbucks. Sounds like a pretty good combination to me and one of those great power of performance Terms in the musical vernacular, he can help you achieve brand harmony between your banking brand and Starbucks. So we're going to talk to him and we're going to do it all right after this. makes a statement. What does yours say? This is the Structure First Power of Performance. Oh, 
yes, I love those Christmas bumps. You can hear that song in its entirety on the last show of 2019 as we storm on into 2020. That's our good buddy Nike Van Wyke playing all the parts on that song, by the way, from up in Allentown, Pennsylvania. But for today's show, we're going up to Memphis, Tennessee, talking to Carter Campbell. He is the president of National Property Concepts, and like I said, he can help you. Just think about it. People going out today to get their venti, latte, vanilla, spiced pumpkin, monkey drink, whatever it is that you like at Starbucks. Wouldn't it be great if people walking over to Starbucks walked right by your banking brands, you'd get a lot of eyeballs on your brand, which is what it's all about. When you do things the right way, your branch is a brand beacon. You want people to see it because then, old Jedi mind trick, they will remember it. Carter was good enough to join us from his office in Memphis, Tennessee. Hey, Carter, how are you? Hey, Jason. How are you doing? It is so good to have you on the show. Yeah. About 20 years ago, I had returned from Midland, Texas to San Antonio and heard an ad on – not an ad, a news story on the radio about the new Frost Bank branch that, hey, it's like a Starbucks. You can go in there and get coffee and conduct your banking business, and I thought, well, hey, I can save a trip to Starbucks and just go in there and have a cup of coffee. Well, Carter improves on that. Instead of the bank coffee with the powdered creamer, you can walk in or drive up to your bank and get real Starbucks coffee, and we asked him about that. Yeah, no, so I appreciate it. Um, The idea was uh, generated – I'm an ex-banker and have been a banker my entire career. And, you know, as as everyone knows, banks have struggled over the course of the last probably 10 to 15 years with the advent of technology. Uh, That's resulted in declining foot traffic in your traditional brick-and-mortar branches. And uh, there was a bank, I'm in Memphis, and there was a bank holding company in Memphis that was headquartered here that was ultimately acquired by SunTrust that had developed expertise in uh, putting um, branch banks in uh, grocery stores back in the 1980s, which was, at the time, was a revolutionary concept. Um, And so they did it for themselves, and then they built a business around doing that for third-party institutions. And so uh, I, you know, in the uh, I found myself a victim of a corporate uh, reduction uh, across the footprint of a large regional bank. And so instead of going and working for a competitor, I decided, you know, maybe what what we ought to do is is do something that is akin to. Uh, what the the bank here in Memphis did, just in reverse. Instead of going to a grocery store and putting in a uh, bank, uh, the concept to me made sense to uh, go to a bank branch and put in retailers like Starbucks. And so uh, for the bank, it does a couple of things. One is it helps them uh, right-size their uh, occupancy helps reduce on property expenses, Uh, but most importantly what it does is it draws foot traffic into the branch that otherwise would, you know, never come there just because of what I referenced earlier. 
And it's a great point. You know, Starbucks has all the social media, all the technology. You can you can order your drink before you get there, and it's waiting there for you. But we have yet to invent a phone. I'm sure it's on its way. A phone that can actually pour the coffee into a cup for you. You have to go to the Starbucks to pick it up. And of course, that is the traffic that everybody wants. We all want people to see our brand. We all want people to remember our brand. And the best way to do that is to have people walk right by it or walk into it. And so I asked Carter, what has the reaction been for those banking brands that have actually done this and combined the Starbucks brand with their banking brand? Yeah, no, that's a great, great question. And uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's uh, there's just no substitute um, just in terms of how we're wired up as uh, as humans to have face-to-face interaction. I mean, technology certainly has uh, and has evolved and developed uh, along the way that has made a lot of things, just sort of routine transactions, a lot simpler. However, there are, are still uh, aspects of people's financial lives that uh, that require face-to-face interaction. And so uh, I think the, the, there was, you know, probably eight, ten years ago, there was a lot of talk about, you know, bank branches are going uh, away. They're never going to, you know, the, the, you just don't need to go there anymore. And uh, really what it, what it needed was just to evolve, um, and that has occurred. Your new average bank branch is about roughly half. Uh, I mean, the new prototypes that are being built today uh, roughly half the size or even sometimes less than what your traditional four to 5,000 square foot branch uh, that were built, you know, 20 to 30 years ago uh, right. were. So, um, so I think the, the, the ability to draw people in and then um, in retail, not, this is not unique to the financial institution industry, uh, but all of retail as a result of concepts like Amazon have had to, you know, try to, uh, evolve and and remain relevant, and uh, I think the way to do that, and that's what everybody's striving for, is to uh, create a uh, a great experience. And that's I just attended. Uh, that's where you and I first connected was in Austin, right. and I attended a, a Future Branches conference, and uh, that is really what it's around: is people trying to figure out in the in the financial institution industry how do we remain relevant in this new digital age. And a big part of that is uh, delivering uh, a great experience uh, from a design of the space to, you know, what your bankers are going to be tasked with in terms of their training and their capabilities. Um, and all that, it, it, and just from my perspective, all oh, that's great. And I think that's very, very relevant. But if you um, if you add an additional component, like whether it's Starbucks or just a local coffee brand or you know any other uh, brand compatible concept that draws people in, that allows the financial the host financial institution to showcase all these things they're talking about in a greater fashion than just if they do it on their own. So uh, I view this as an enhancement. It, a lot of times. Uh, the initial response when we have these conversations with financial institutions is they view it a little bit as a threat, uh, hmm. but I view it as a way to enhance uh, whatever they're investing in in terms of the, um, you know, their new branch uh, delivery system. And to be clear, it's not just about putting a Starbucks 
or a compatible brand near your banking brand. It's actually combining the two in the same space, and I think that's super innovative. Tell us about that. Correct. And so if you think about a bank branch, your average bank branches, I may have referenced this earlier, uh, most bank branches are four to 5,000 square feet, some bigger, some smaller, uh, and they all have drive-through. And uh, what Starbucks likes is, and this is concepts like Starbucks, this is not exclusive to Starbucks, but they like uh, the ability to have access to premium sites, uh, which banks and credit unions often have, uh, and they like to have access to drive-through because drive-through for them, for the retailer, is critical to growing same-store sales, and um, uh, and so that's really what's attractive to them. And so what we do is we work with uh, both sides and try to develop a, um, a solution that works well for everybody. Well, we right-size the inside of the branch uh, that allows the bank to continue to have a presence there, but instead of, you know, occupying four and 5,000 square feet, they can – uh, do the same level of um, uh, service that they're currently providing uh, with half or, uh, you know, some some diminished percentage of occupancy than they're currently doing. And, and furthermore, what we would do is if, if you get Starbucks to, to occupy the space, then it's, it's an open concept, and so that draws foot traffic in. So that's that's really the value proposition on either side of the equation. Starbucks getting access to drive-through, premium sites with drive-through, the bank reducing property expenses, uh, and then also uh, getting that foot traffic that Starbucks, a uh, concept like Starbucks would create. As I mentioned earlier, I met Carter up at the Future Branches Conference in Austin, Texas. I was actually just up there to meet the guys from Structure First for the first time in person as we embarked on this new relationship. But I did want to ask him. I was, I was impressed by how many people were up there. This was a pretty big event. Further proof that the you know reimagining of branches and headquarters and all the transformations that people are talking about continues to be a very hot topic with people. I asked Carter, what were some of the big takeaways from your experience at the conference and so i think a couple of things were uh that i took away was people are trying to figure out how do we remain relevant and that mm -hmm. is i mean if you really want to boil it all down to kind of the the real sort of issue that the industry is facing is how do we remain relevant as financial institutions uh in these branch locations and you know what does that look like and um so I found that when I was there, uh, a lot of the topics that people are discussing and really trying to, um, you know, hone in on or what's going to be the future there, uh, what we're talking about uh, really resonates. And wow. um, so I, I really was pleased with uh, the discussions and the feedback and the, and the um, interaction that I had uh, when it came to talking about what, you know, what we do. Uh, and carving out space for retailers and in existing bank branches. Hey, folks, check out the episode description. All of Carter's information is there, website, phone numbers, emails. Um, I love it when a guest's name is an alliteration, Carter Campbell. How can you forget that name, Carter Campbell? It just has great, again, uh, power performance term. It's just great, got great uh, tempo to it, Carter Campbell. You can always see it in that standard 4-4 time as it rolls off. Uh, your mouth like that, Carter Campbell, national 
property concepts. It is the it is the challenge of our generation. As I've said <laughs> too many times to count on this show and in my spoken keynote sessions, history is you can change with it or you can get changed by it. And if you don't believe me, just go ask Payless Shoe Source. We are all looking to stay relevant in the retail space. Banking in many ways is a retail experience. Last summer, this past summer, I did a little experiment. For an entire week, I used PayPal as my bank, basically making payments and with a non-bank issued credit card to see if it could be done for a week, and it can be. Staying relevant isn't just about being better than the other bank or credit union in town. It is all the other mechanisms out there for two entire generations who do not know what a check carbon is, who have never had to balance their checkbook in longhand. It's not a knock on them. It's just further proof that as generations continue to evolve, as history continues to change, the banking marketplace continues to change with it. And if you want to stay relevant, you've got to be daring. You've got to take some chances. And that's what Carter and his company are like looking to do for you, and we thank him so much for joining us. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Great job. Awesome yep. So glad to get Carter on the show. We simply don't talk about this enough, and, and I'm at fault, too. I can count on one hand the number of shows that I've done. It was one of the reasons I wanted to embark upon this relationship with Structure First. We're not always going to talk just about design, but it is something that is absolutely necessary to your Future, you know, branch remodels and renovations are critical to the growth of your financial institution. It demonstrates to your audience your desire to be there for the long term. It it basically is a physical, tangible statement about the long term viability of your brand and the commitment that you're making to your audience, potential and existing customers and members and clients. And so when you're ready, when you're ready to be daring, when you're ready to be do some to do something different, and you're, hey, we'd like to add a Starbucks to our existing space. Well, call Structure first. We'll get that beautiful renovation done, and we'll work with Carter to infuse that branch experience with that wonderful smell of Starbucks coffee, because that is different. That is something that is going to resonate with your audience as being different. I, I said this when I did my keynote up in Clarksville, Tennessee earlier this year. I really do believe that the number one thing for people right now that we have to figure out is how do we show people that we value their time. Yes, I know banking is a money game and money is important to everybody, but if I can do my retail banking and get my morning or afternoon or evening coffee or whatever frappuccino drink in the same space, that's going to save me time. And that experience for me is going to be more valuable because it saved me time. Hey, do something innovative, do something daring, and many times your audience will reward you with their continued loyalty. Hey, folks, thank you so much for listening. You have been listening to the Structure First Power Performance Podcast. And until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week. <laughs>